Good afternoon, Nigel. How are you? How are you doing, Rich? You okay? Yes, thank you for asking. Um, so the squad all went for their, their booster jabs on Monday. Are, are the squad all fit and healthy going into a, a busy Christmas period? Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty um, pretty pleased with where the squad's at um, in many ways. Obviously, Nathan won't be uh, Nathan won't be available um, for a while. Uh, Joe Williams still recovering, but apart from that, I think we're more or less getting there, really. And it didn't sound too serious with Callum last weekend. So is he no, back training, training and available no, for the week, for the so. weekend? Yeah, he, he looks fine. Yeah, Callum looks fine, which is good. So Riley Towler's been recalled from his loan at Grimsby, where um, I think they were very impressed with how he performed. And yeah. is it safe to assume he's in contention to come back into the squad on on Sunday? Well, he's he's going to be needed over um, the rest of the season. So. Um, he's done well. I think it's been the 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 loan move um, was good for all parties. Really, uh, I think Riley's had the opportunity to play quite a few games, and uh, so just to get that first team exposure um, is beneficial. And uh, yeah, he seems in really good spirits actually. I was going to ask just about his, his morale and confidence because he, he had a tough introduction to the championship last season. But going there, I think the, the vice chairman described him as a class player. Will that really help his confidence and you know help him make his next step as a Bristol City player? Uh, I think just getting experience in first team football is is very important. And I think for Riley last year, yeah, he made um, four or five appearances maybe, um, and in a side that was struggling so it's not always easy but I think what, what I've noticed already is he's certainly um, a bit more vocal than uh, than before he went so um, no he's a, he's, a, he's a really good lad as well he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, um, he's got a lot of humility about him and you know considering two years ago he was a midfield player uh, I think for him to make the uh, adaptation into a centre back yeah, has been been pretty good for him, really. So, um, yeah, I like him. I imagine um, there comes a point where you stop reflecting on Huddersfield and you, you look <laughs> forward to your yeah, next yeah, game, which is Luton on, on yeah, Sunday. It's not particularly good for your health when you reflect on stuff like that. So, <laughs> so what, did, what uh, did you learn from put, Saturday? Put it to bed. Well, look, we, as I said last week, we we had. We had uh, some really poor decisions out there, which cost us dearly. I think that's the that's the top and bottom of it. Um, so uh, it was a it was a bit of a painful lesson, I think, as much as anything, and disappointing based on on the fact that of late our performances at home have been pretty good. Um, results certainly have uh, had improved. Uh, so it was yeah a missed opportunity really in many ways. Um, to to make an impact on on the league table because you know it is it's it remains a very very tight division in terms of uh, you know the the points from playoff places all the way down really to the bottom three it's, it's there's not a lot in it really and uh, and so games like last week are annoying just just for that reason alone that, that it's a chance to, to make some progress and we 
and we were uh, guilty of making some poor mistakes. So it's life. I don't really waste too much energy uh, dwelling on it. No. And is it too innocent to me just to say um, the players can turn a, a negative into a positive and, and learn from this and this one? Well, we'll see. Won't we? Help them moving forward we'll as see. individual players, if nothing else. We'll see how they are on Boxing Day. I mean, that's the. It, it, that's always going to be the, the, the acid test, isn't it? The, whether the performance and the result is what we're looking for on Boxing Day. Um, training's one thing, and uh, they've trained okay. Um, but training's training. It's how we, it's how we deliver on match days that uh, is the most important thing. And we certainly didn't do it. Last week, we, uh, we had a, uh, a, a tough journey to Sheffield United recently where a similar type of feeling to that so it's it's disappointment with our own performance as much as anything so I can I can um, yeah I can deal with uh, I can deal with disappointing results sometimes if everything uh, everything about the performance is, is um, genuine um, but uh, yeah last week was tough but anyway well let's move on ask me a different question well, let's throw a positive at you. Uh, I was going to, I'm going to be positive now because um, I don't know if you're aware, Andy Byman's best goal return for Bristol City is, is 10 in a season. He's currently got nine. Yeah. How, how important a player is he for you this season? Well, if he doesn't beat his previous record, then his, his second half of the season is going to not be as, not be as positive. He'll be, he will be fine. I mean, and I think Andy is, Andy, uh, if you like, gets the rewards for his, his hard work, his tenacity. Um, I suppose as much as anything, he understands what he is as a player, what his strengths are and weaknesses. And I think that's, uh, you should never underestimate that as a quality in a player, that they have a, a self-awareness and he certainly has that. So yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's always in a game in some way. And uh, I think, it's really important for for teams to have players like him, and uh, but yeah, his his goal return so far is is uh, has been very pleasing, and uh, and I'm, I know he will continue to do everything he can to to keep that run going. And I'll never put words in your mouth, but is it no, don't try to either now. a player or as a manager? <laughs> it's a nice question, I promise. Um, did you always find it tough going to Kenilworth Road as both a player and a manager? Um, yeah, it's a long time since I've been there, but yeah. Um, yeah, Mick Harford was a tough competitor. <laughs> so, and he's... <laughs> I'll bump into him again, no doubt, um, this week, so... Yeah, it was always a very, very tough place to to go to, of course, and uh, I, th I think it's a it's a ground with a with a real um, with a, a very genuine atmosphere, um, and we've got to be ready to ready to deal with that. So yeah, um, but really, you know what I'm like. I'm not that bothered about talking too much about stadiums and and other people too much more about what we do ourselves so I expect it to be a tough game as I expect every game in the championship to be tough and just 
finally are other players going to be spending Christmas Day on a coach then travelling up to yeah, the Luton yeah. area yeah that goes with the territory doesn't it but it will be later in the day so I don't uh, I'm not bar humbug you know <laughs> I never would think that for a moment Nigel can I just wish you a very Merry Christmas and, and I look forward to, to seeing you on Boxing Day yeah, thank you very stuff. much yeah thank you have a, have a good day thank you right who's next I believe I am. Uh, I have been briefed, Nigel, by, uh, oh, by Jake. What? To, so, uh, to expect what? Well, so... A lively, a lively welcome. <laughs> hopefully it doesn't come across as nonsense. But um, just picking up on Richard was saying there, yeah. will you have them in for a session as well on, on Christmas Day? Will it be a couple of hours in the afternoon or anything like that, or just straight on the coach? Straight on the coach. Never okay. been in on Christmas Day, since I've managed anyway. I always felt as a player it was a complete waste of everybody's time. So you don't do anything uh, apart from waste time. And, and I think uh, if the reason you do it is because people expect you to do it, then it's the wrong reason to do it, isn't it? So um, we'll travel uh, on the evening. And uh, so that's, you know, that's a part of being a footballer that is, you know, is one of the more difficult things is, is family times like Christmas are very important. And, uh, but we have to get the balance right between getting preparation um, correct and make sure that, uh, yeah, we, we do things right on Boxing Day, as simple as that. But I'm not a believer in just coming in because people expect you to waste the time. You are right. You alluded to Nathan Baker. Just uh, yeah. how, how is it? Because uh, we haven't heard much about him in the past. No, with it, uh, I'll tell you more when I know more. So we're, we're still in a situation where um, he's still undergoing tests. So it's a re- it, you know it's a it's a it's been a serious one, and and he's had um, you know it's his second really bad one this this season alone. So. We have to be very, very careful that the that the the primary concern for all of us is is uh, his well-being. It's not about really a return date, but uh, so you know. Hence, we have to make uh, we have to have contingency plans. But fortunately for us, we've got um, yeah. Riley's come back. He gives us some cover there. Uh, Robbie Cundy. Uh, continues to train with the first team and is is making progress, but he, you know the, it's it's a big ask for somebody who's been out for the length of time that he's been out to to uh, to have a meaningful impact at the moment. So it's as far as I'm concerned with players like him. Uh, again, we've got to we've got to make sure that his uh, route back into playing is is a sensible one, um, just because of the nature of the injury the length of time that he's been out and you know he's such a big unit himself that it, we, we have to make sure that we manage the load with somebody like him so uh, but in regard to Nathan there's there's no real um, no nothing further really to add at the moment I believe you've been handling Andy King a little bit cautiously in the past week or two do you? I saw him how, how, how do you believe that? how do you believe that's happened? Uh, Cautiously. Again, I've been briefed by someone who should know a lot more than me. So, um, but so, so is Joe Charles... stitching you up, is he? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I I've not been cautious time. with him, no. 
No, I've been sensible. He looked sharp. Yeah. Okay. We've yeah. Been... He looked sharp in the, uh, the open session, so he's all good to go for the, the, the coming games. Yeah, I, I think I've said on a couple of occasions over the last few weeks that his target uh, date was Boxing Day, so he'll be yeah he'll be in the squad for for the Boxing Day game. And he's um, yeah. yeah he he's even when he's not playing, he's an important member of the uh, of the squad just because of his um, influence on other people. And you know he's he's a positive. Uh, contributor to the group and that's something that um, is, is I certainly value that very very highly but of course he's he's a player and he wants to get back on the field and, and contribute in the way that all players really want to contribute and that's by playing How do you rank your concerns at the moment with sort of team performance is the recent drop off in defensive security a bit more concerning than matters at the other end of the pitch yeah, I, I I I don't think of it in the probably the same same way that or or maybe the way that you you may be making assumptions. Uh, I I deal with I reflect on performances based on what I see and what I know that we're capable of, and and so um, when you're in <laughs> when you're in football management, I think you've got to have uh, a realistic outlook. On, on what your team at any given time is is capable of. So, um, you've prob- you've not spoken to me before, but one of the things I, I I do like to say is that I measure us against ourselves, not necessarily against other people. So it's it's got to be based on what I know that we're capable of. And unfortunately for us, uh, one of our um, deficiencies this season has been our lack of consistency and uh, and that's yeah it's a frustrating um, uh, it, it can be a f- real frustration um, but I also know last week we 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 created a, a, a lot of opportunities too so yeah it, it when when you have a game that's littered with mistakes and mistakes that cost you with goals and ultimately with a with the result then it's uh, yeah. yeah it's not exactly a, a a a good reflective process to go through but there you go that's that's what it is so i know where we are as a team the uh the development and sort of playing time afforded to alex scott and, and Eamon benarus yeah. this year is probably one of the great stories of of Bristol football this year, you know, it's real positive for those sort of young lads coming through the system. Obviously, playing yeah, as wing back. Yeah, I'm very wary of trying to set that as a narrative because it sounds a bit like an excuse, and it's not that. Though, what you've always got to remember is, young players will get exposure based on circumstances, um, or just the very fact that they're good enough. And in regard to so last season, for instance. Um, um, the uh, last season, a lot of our younger players um, had exposure out of necessity. We were we were very we had far too many injuries last year, and so some of them probably um, got first team action. Um, in an in an ideal world, it would have been timed slightly differently. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have got it, but what I'm saying is that. Uh, given the circumstances of how the season finished, 
there is an element of risk of exposing young players too much to that. But when you look at Alex Scott this year, uh, Eamon too, you know, they are in there because they are good enough, basically. And that's the, that's really, um, and I think they'll both go on and have fine careers, but, um, uh, but I would be, uh, so yeah, it's pleasing for us to, that we have, that we have, I think, quite a good track record of uh, producing players for ourselves. Um, uh, and hopefully that continues. But again, the, the realism of uh, having expectations that that's going to happen every year, it doesn't necessarily happen every year. Um, but fortunately, we do have a, uh, quite a productive um, academy, which is exceptionally well run. And I'm glad of it because it means that we, especially in the financial climate that we operate in these days, it, it's, uh, it's, it's very important that we do produce players. They've, uh, they've played as wing-backs of late. What, what do they need to do to get opportunities in their more preferred positions in the middle of the pitch? The uh, manager who picks them in the position that they want to play, they're not bothered where they play, either of them. So again, um, who says that? Who's who's told you that? That, that you know, if players just uh, say that they play in one position, they're not going to get very far. So they need to play wherever they're put, basically. And the very fact that I'm confident that they can play in those positions tells you that they're pretty football intelligent as well. So, um, and you don't know where we're going to play against Luton, do you? So. So there you go. You, okay. might, you might see them in a different position. Who knows? Okay. Uh, last one from me, but have you had any uh, discussions with, with January in mind, and knowing what your, your resources might be in that month? Yeah, plenty. You need to ask, you, you need to ask they, a better they, question than that. Yeah. Are they, no, do you reflect on them? Look, we, <laughs> right. In terms of recruitment, recruitment's always about having a plan which is in place and there needs to be flexibility in terms of how how that works you'll be aware of the financial situation that football is in and we're we are uh, we're not aloof from that situation so um i've said many times before that january is not always the best window to operate in that's not to say that we that I, i'm not ruling anything in or anything out it will depend on circumstances but that doesn't mean that we're not planning ahead and uh, we have meetings every week about it. So um, it, it, it's, not, it's never a situation where you just go out and say, right, money's available now, we go and do that. We've, our targets will remain our targets. The, times, the time frame in which we can do things will be dependent on many things. And, and uh, financial fair play is something that we, along with many, many other clubs have to be uh, very aware of um, how we how we operate um, so it's not about it's not about finger pointing or not about looking for excuses or trying to make justifications about it, I know I know what we need and where we need to improve but I, I, I don't really want to uh, 
I, I don't certainly don't feel it's the right thing to do to to talk too openly about what it you know what that might look like at the moment because there's no point making false promises and 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 I think we we will we are always trying to strengthen the squad but it's actually whether it's doable or not because I, I don't really want to bring uh, you know plan B, C, D or E I don't want that I'll work with what I've got until I can improve it and that's the bottom line Thanks Nigel, Merry Christmas Okay, and to you Hi Nigel Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah, good thank you, how are you? I'm alright, thanks Good. And um, just one from me on the kind of subject of consistency. Yeah. And as you mentioned, obviously the league is very tight. There's not much in it between the playoffs and, mm. and the bottom three um, in terms of points. Um, coming into a period of the year now where you have got a huge amount of games in quite a short period of time and momentum can make quite a big difference. How kind of building that consistency around is that is that quite important? Well, it's obviously always important. Yeah. But is that even more important at this time of year? Well, it, again, as, as I spoke about earlier, last week was a a missed opportunity because because we were playing against a side who, who before the game we we're only three points ahead of us and we're in tenth place. So um, and there are fixtures that have been postponed as well, cancelled um, through other factors. So um, yeah, whenever you get a chance to play uh, ahead of competitors, it's it, it's it's important that you try and get as many points as possible. Yeah. So, uh, but consistency, yeah, it's it, it it is something that we need to improve, certainly, moving forward. Um, if we have intentions of uh, succeeding at this level, it, we we we've got to be a, a a team which functions with a with a lot more efficiency. So, um, but yeah, there are there are. Uh, factors which contribute to the fact that we uh, have not been able to do that. Yeah. What sort? Of, what are those factors? You kind of is that down to just missing players? Is that you know, uh, down to just kind of? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's availability. Sometimes it's uh, the um, balance of the squad in terms of youth versus experience. A number of things. Yeah. But. Uh, um, you know, I think we've had we've had periods where, you know, if if you look at maybe the midfield department where we've had uh, our three senior players not being available at the same time, that makes that does make a difference to the to the team too. So, yeah, but it's what it is. Everybody has to deal with that at some point. That's it for me. Thanks very much, okay. Nigel. All right. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas to you. Hi Nigel, um, just uh, one question. Um, halfway point of the season, I'm just wondering yeah. how you assess the situation and perhaps a grading on that and what stood out for you? No, I'm not going to grade it. I'm not going to grade it. Yeah, that's your job to grade it, not mine. Um, it's, it, I mean, I've said, I've said previously, work in progress and, I, and, and every squad at every point is always work in progress. Doesn't matter. Uh, even when you get to a point where your team is what you'd envisaged it to be, or what you'd hoped it could look like, because um, you can never stand still in in football. There's always a 
there's always a constant development of what you're trying to trying to build or change or whatever so um, I think it's been a very important year for us uh, it's been disappointing on the pitch of course but I think just the very opportunity that we had to, to make the number of changes that we did in the summer was um, although uh, it, it, it creates uh, quite a difficult summer especially with especially with the um, the backdrop of having played for a season without any fans in, so cash flow is a real problem for, for football in, in, in that way. So there was a bit of a reset in terms of everybody was reluctant to do a lot of business because didn't really know what the market was going to look like and feel like and what it was going to cost. Uh, and so it's been, a, it's been a, um, an interesting year in many ways, but I'm, I'm really glad that we still had the opportunity to, to make the changes that we did and um, this year will be a different uh, the summer will be I think have a different feel to it this year so hopefully um, yeah once the January windows come and gone uh, I think everybody's pleased for that to, to come and go pretty quickly um, then the then the next stage of uh, moving the squad on can take effect but in the meantime the most important thing is that we that we get the most out of this season and that we improve on the first half of the season because we we're certainly very capable of doing that and then just one quick one sorry as well um just with the best the last, period, last one <laughs> i promise um just we've seen a few managers speak about breaks and that what's your opinion on football being played on the festive period are you a traditionalist or would you prefer a break in the future I don't think about it to be honest with you. It's look, the games program is what it is. So uh, I, I can understand it if the weather gets in the way. But let's be honest, modern pitches um, for me, it's uh, you know when I hear when I hear um, the Premier League talking about that, and, and what you've got to remember with the Premier League is it, it's populated with internationals as well so the the football season for uh, an international player it, it's just a it's just a non-stop so there is a there is an argument for that I think the games program with the championship is so demanding anyway Christmas doesn't really present um, <laughs> a big change in 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 what it is I, I, I'm not bothered to be honest with you Anyway, I've retired. I, I don't play anymore, so, you know, I can, Thanks, Nigel. I can, I can let my hair down a little bit more, I hope. <laughs> Have a good Christmas, Nigel. Yeah, and you too. Cheers now. Bye. See you all.